0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. As if we don't have enough to worry about these days with international travel because of COVID and the emerging variants that we're hearing about, the UK, the South Africa, etc, etc, etc. European police are now warning that fraudulent test certificates are now being sold to international travelers. You know, that of course, you usually have to present some sort of documentation if you're traveling from one country to another. And uh, they're asking, obviously, these days for proof of negative testing and things of this nature. Well, you can buy one now, apparently, if you know the right people. Joining us to talk about this is uh, David Perry. David, of course, is the CEO of Investigative Solutions Network Incorporated and a global news crime and security analyst. Uh, David, thank you so much for joining us today. This is uh, rather troubling, but I I suppose not surprising.
1: Yeah, very troubling and, and actually completely expected. You know, you only have to do a little bit of research and you can see that uh, Health Canada, for example, has been warning Canadians about buying any kind of a vaccine online for quite some time, you know, back into the late part of last year. And uh, what we're going to see with this product being the most popular product on the planet is all of the, you know, IP, intellectual property, brand protection issues that you see with any major brand where there's a global effort by criminals to to steal the brand, to, to make, uh, you know, fake vaccines even, let alone, you know, fake documents that, that say you don't have the virus. And this is going to be something I think that's going to really take off uh, through this year.
0: Yeah, let will talk about the documentation in a second, but this idea about even people buying fake vaccines, do they not understand how difficult it is to obtain these things? And they they seem to think that they can be readily available because, you know, they know a guy or this guy has easy access to it, and it's a scam, but people are falling for it.
1: They are, and, and, you know, that's, that's why scams continue to happen in just about everything you can think about. But there are people who are silly enough, quite frankly, to believe that, A, uh, like, for example, we're talking the documentation here to say that you've got a pass test is either valid or B, they're they're more than willing to go along with the scam and, and uh, produce fake documents so that they can travel globally. And both of those are pretty frightening for all the obvious
0: reasons. Well, yeah, and and your point's well taken. I mean, you know, there's still people that still think there's Nairobi Prince that sends them the email, you know, wants them to get to, take their five million dollars, and and they respond. So, you know, the reason they keep cropping up is because people keep falling for these sorts of things, I suppose. But but let's let's talk about the documentation because I mean, this is opening up a whole different can of worms here. And I know that some of the European uh, uh, agencies have already looked into this. Is, is it happening in North America? Is there any indication that we're starting to see it here too?
1: I haven't found anything that says that it has, but I'd be absolutely shocked if it, if it hasn't. You know, we're no different than anywhere else. There will be people that will want to cheat the system and travel for their own reasons, and they will do anything to make sure that that happens, including using fraudulent documentation. I, my gut tells me that it's already happened here in Canada.
0: Yeah, I know that uh, this the story I heard about this, uh, CSIS apparently says they are watching for them, but they haven't actually confirmed that they've seen anything. Uh the flashpoint here, and I guess the you know the the guardians, I guess, in this whole thing, are is the is are the border control agents. So they're the ones that we see, of course, uh, as we as we're you know going into a new country, whatever that case might be, or coming into Canada specifically. How much power do they have uh, to, to be able to to actually stop? I want to see this, etc. I mean, you know, they're 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 the guardians right now. You have to satisfy their questions before you can move any further. Uh, I know there's a thing called a quarantine act right now. Are, are, are is them even more than the, the, the usual powers that they use have at any other given time?
1: Yeah, that's that's a good question, Bill. And I I think you know the answer is, is that yes, they fall under the Guardians Act, and our our CBSA, our Canadian Border Services, have tremendous powers to stop, inspect, and and to actually detain people for a multitude of reasons, but especially under you know a pandemic where they have any suspicion about anything that's being presented to them verbally or written. So even if somebody gives a verbal report and they're suspicious about that, they can detain and further inspect. If they're presented with uh, suspicious documents or documents that can be proven as fraudulent, they have tremendous powers to hold people, to force people into quarantine, to have people to a, a country of origin, to do all kinds of things. So. As you said, they are the guardians of the borders, and, and they're going to have to play a very big role in this.
0: How do you train somebody like this? I mean, to be able to do an, ev- an analysis and evaluation to decide, uh, let's face it, I mean, it's probably 35 or 40 people in line or probably even more, uh, you know, once a plane lands at Pearson or wherever it's going to be. Uh, and they have to make a, a, a quick call uh, as to whether or not they think the documentation that's being presented here is legitimate.
1: Well, CBS are very well trained to start with. I mean, you have to remember that from from a global perspective, they're presented with every kind of story you could possibly imagine in a regular shift. From people trying to do just about anything, enter the country legally, bring contraband into the country illegally. So this is yet just another piece of the of the the you know, the tools that they have to have, you know, to do their jobs really well. And they're gonna receive a lot of training, but I'm gonna tell you that probably one of the first things they're gonna look at is the country of origin so if you're coming in from a country including the united states including india and other countries where you know they're at sort of the top of the list in terms of the pandemic numbers then they're going to be even more uh, vigilant and and on you know sort of high alert in terms of making sure that everybody that's arriving from those countries have done everything that they're mandated to do and if, if they haven't they're going to intervene in the very biggest way
0: anybody who's had experience uh, even just crossing the, the canada u.s border although that's not the sort of thing you should be doing these days because of the pandemic uh but i think understands that the, the thoroughness of, of even that you know 20 or 30 second uh question and answer period that you might have with a border security guard etc uh but as you've been telling us in the past uh, there's more to it than just the answers you give i mean that matters certainly uh but as you said with their training they're looking at body language they're looking at all sorts of different things aren't they
1: they sure are and you know they're going to question you know every single traveler coming to this country for you know the legitimacy of their travel starting starting right there you know where are they going when they enter into Canada what steps did they take and are they aligned with the the policies that we have here in Canada for entering into our country and and uh, you know it's it's high alert time you know we hear about all these new variants which seems to be the next biggest concern and and it's up to the CBSA and all of our border officers to make sure that that they're the front line that they stop or at least do the best they can to stop all of these variants from arriving in canada and this is about the only only way high alert high inspection and operating on suspicion which is you know when you're a border service officer you you have that power and that right for obvious reasons that you, you don't need evidence you just have to be suspicious of the responses that you're getting again verbally or in documentation and you can detain, you can inspect, you can do further investigations to validate what, what it is you're being told. So, you know what? I, I don't have any sympathy for people that are trying to, you know, scam in any way. The legitimacy of their arrival in the country and certainly the legitimacy of any documentation they're presenting for the for the virus itself. So uh, we'll see how bad this is going to get. But I tell you, the next, the next big thing is when <clears throat> we actually see countries, and it won't be Canada first, there'll be other countries that, will offer the vaccination for sale to the public. And then we're going to see a flood of the next phase, which will be, Uh you know, fake and completely phony vaccinations being sold by fraudsters online. And the sad reality is there's going to be an awful lot of people that are going to go for it. And, you know, when you look at the company, I mean, Pfizer is one of the big front runners for the vaccination. They also had a very very highly uh, popular product that came out many years ago for men. And guess what? That product is still, uh, you know, being scammed and sold online, fake pills, fake vaccinations, fake everything. So it's buyer beware. And uh, the only way to get the vaccination in Canada is to do it legally, ethically, and make sure that you do it through a health professional. Anything other than that, you're at risk.
0: But, David, how, how dangerous is that? I mean, you know, if you're going to buy something sight unseen like that, whether it's a, the pill or, or, in this case, you know, vaccines, and, and as, as you've indicated, that's already starting, that's out there already. Uh, you know, if you're lucky, it's a placebo. Uh, if But you don't know what's in, in whatever you're injecting or whatever you're swallowing. Uh, there could be serious physical consequences to that. Absolutely.
1: You're taking, you know, a significant risk if you're putting anything in your body that's not approved by Health Canada and's gone through all the rigor that's that would be expected in uh, you know in a modern country like Canada. So, uh, but there are it's it's a big business. Uh, you know, a, a, let's just say a significant part of my business is intellectual property and, and brand protection for you name it. Any any big brand that's out there, whether it's athletic wear, sunglasses, you name it. And uh, medication is is not something that is shied away from by fraudsters either. So there's false health products on every level being uh, trafficked you know mostly through the internet and i guarantee it it won't be long till we hear about the first arrest where somebody's been caught uh you know selling a false vaccine to to people around the globe and and it'll happen right here in canada there's no question in my mind
0: and and there's a there's a a real small industry i guess an underworld industry that's over i mean you know they if, they, if, for instance, if you're looking for false documentation, I mean, there are people that have studied this and, and you know, they're good at this or whatever the case might be. So uh, it but I, your point from a minute ago, I think, is well taken here. The, the burden of proof is not with the agent who's questioning you. It's with you. And if That's you can't right. convince that agent, uh, sorry, the game's over. It's
1: a reverse onus. The onus is on you to prove the authenticity of anything that you say or present. And if they're suspicious in any way, there's a very high likelihood that you'll be detained uh, forced into quarantine and or sent back to the country that you came from.
0: That's, yeah, that's an interesting aspect of this too. The, the power that these people have right now at border services, uh, like I said, they can put you back on a plane, they can simply hold you for God knows how long, uh, further questioning, et cetera. I mean, you, you really don't have a whole lot of options here if they think, think that you're up to something, up to no good.
1: Well, they can kick you out for contraband, they can kick you out for any kind of a false documentation and certainly when you look at the pandemic as uh, national security and, uh, you know, the biggest health concern facing every country globally, but, you know, when we're talking specifically about Canada, they have tremendous powers and yes, they, they will use those powers. I, I I truly believe in the most appropriate way, but they're, they're there to protect all of us here in Canada from people coming into the country and potentially carrying a new variant or the old virus itself and presenting false documentation saying that they're fine and when, Clearly
0: they're not. Well, there's a show on Global. It's on just after the six thirty news on Global National on Sundays, I guess it is. And it's all about this this very thing. And it's 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 actual border security guards and, and incidents that they see here and it's it's not actors that are doing this sort of thing. Uh, and and th- you can see just how well trained they are and and how you know, particularly, they are about looking for little things that you, you, as somebody who's trying to scam or try to, you know, present false documentation or something, might not even think about. And, uh, um, they're not inhuman. I mean, you know, they, they these are human beings too, and they can be nice and they, all this sort of stuff too. But boy, if they think that somebody's going to put something over on them, uh, you know they 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 know they have the power behind them uh, to be able to do something about this. I mean, you anybody who wants to do this, or figure you know I'm going to get a false document. I mean, you're really doing it at your own risk. It's not just oh right, I go back there. I mean, there's some serious consequences to this,
1: yeah, for sure. And you know when you get lied to every day as part of your job, you're pretty good at you're pretty good at detecting you know when somebody through their language and their and their body language, all of those verbal and nonverbal cues when you've got a problem and they have the power to inspect they, they just on that basis if somebody responds you know even with a nonverbal cue that is somewhat strange given the nature of the question the timing of the question that that in itself could lead you to uh, you know a, a detention for further inspection at a minimum and uh, yeah they're, they're pretty good at what they do.
0: Yeah, there was an incident. Uh, actually, somebody I think just wanted to come into the country illegally. They said they were going to visit for a week, and in fact, they found out upon talking to the, the partner that was with them uh, that they actually wanted to move to Canada and start a life here. And the, the guys can't do that. You know, there's a procedure you have to do. He gave them, I think, a one-month visa and said, "You know, you'll be back here. To fill this out, or you're on the next plane." So I mean, they understand the rules, and they, they'll lay that on you. Uh, and. The other element to this, too, though, I, as you say, because of the safety issue, but also the health issue, uh, you know, somebody who's going to try to present a document, for instance, that says, yes, I've had two negative tests. If you haven't, uh, you know, you, you you could be a spreader. And, and you know, I, I'm, I'm sure that the guards don't want to be responsible for that sort of thing. I mean, you know, with all the stories now about these variable pandemics and, and you know the variations on the virus itself right now, uh, I, I got to guess at this stage, David, it's zero tolerance for these people.
1: Zero tolerance. The the warning days are long gone. You know, you you might as well let people fly in here with a loaded gun if you're going to allow them to come in here with fraudulent documentation about travel and and their health. Because as you said, if they're a spreader and they start spreading, you know this uh, this variant especially, you know there there are people that are going to potentially die. So I think that's probably their biggest mandate right now is to you know it's usually contraband and human trafficking. And right now I would say that. Probably their top priority is to protect Canada from the introduction of more, more, more disease, more variants, and and then therefore the continued spread of this horrible virus.
0: How organized are these people? I mean, uh, you know, for instance, what's, uh, you know, see uh, the Canada Border Services. and They always say they're watching for this. They didn't want to give any details. Uh, are, are there operations that do this? That uh, these are not one-offs. I would think.
1: I'm thinking you're going to see everything from a one-off uh, all the way up to a fully organized group of people working, you know, from, uh, you know, whether it's within Canada or from other countries where they've, they've just decided to move on to the next scam. You know, they might've been the people that were phoning and scamming you for, you know, CRA that you're going to be arrested Mm -hmm. this year, you know, all the ones that we all get on a fairly regular basis and and laugh off. Well, you know, they might see this as a a better opportunity. So they just uh, shift their focus on to, reading false documentation for travelers who would be silly enough to find them online or, you know, find them in an airport and somebody taps you on the shoulder and said, if you got everything you need and if you don't uh, step outside, I've got something that might help you with your travel. And, <coughs> and it's as simple, simple as that. They, make, they can organize this very quickly. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the takeaway here is that they're looking for you. So, uh, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, David, always great to get your perspective on this. Thanks so much for the time today. My pleasure. Anytime. Take care. David Perry, of course, uh, CEO of, of Investigative Solutions Network and, of course, a global news crime and security analyst. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.